Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Beth Manley, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hello, this is Heidi Hakkinen from Finland, and you are listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hey podcast people, this is That Story Show where we bring your real life stories to the spotlight. It's episode 400, if you can believe it, brought to you the week of January 6th, 2022. I am your host, my name is James Kittison, my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I'm totally stoked that we just got a call from Finland. I know, right? That was awesome. We Thank love, you. We love our Finnish listeners, our Finnish, Finnish? fans. Is that, what they, that, is that what they are? They're Finnish? I don't know. Finlandish? That probably that sounds right, yeah. Fin, fin, I don't know. I, I, Finns? Finnese? I don't, I, that's probably not right, yeah? Yeah, I think you well, just Well, have to call back slur. and let us know. I might have. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. Finish. If I unfinish. Finish sounds good. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, we always open with a story, and episode 400 mm. is no exception. This is called Cat Poop Paradise. It's oh, from Robert Harrington, Robert Harrington. My, my friend is an electrician and was responding to a call for a quote. The couple met him at the door and inviting him in. He uh, stepped inside to the only part of the floor not covered in trash. There, was, mm. there, was even, there wasn't even a path to walk through the halls. The couple wanted a quote to have all the ceiling fans replaced. As they went from room to room, he noticed a smell. And the further into the house they went, the stronger the smell became. On reaching a finished back porch, the first thing he noticed was a jacuzzi filled with cat litter, pee, and poop. And judging by the intense smell of aroma, oh, oh, ammonia, they, oh, they had never emptied it. No. The lady noticed his disgust and said, I know we don't use it like most people, but the cats can be so messy with the regular litter boxes. We wanted to keep the floor clean. Oh, man. No, which is the most ironic part of that whole statement. Yeah. There. <laughs> the floor you can't see or or the one that you've created on top of the floor that's oh uh, a jacuzzi fill. I, so my mind straight went to a full-on jacuzzi just filled with cat litter and cat stuff yeah and like i'm thinking I, they, it must have started off like an empty jacuzzi, and they just thought, hey, let's throw some cat litter in there, and they just keep covering just keep it. Keep covering it up. That's what I would do. Just lay, oh. layer upon layer. You could go archaeological on that joker, and you could That's... find cat turds from long ago. <laughs> <laughs> like Google that pops up you know, photos from your past from 11 years ago. Here's a poop from 13 years ago from Tabby the Cat. So. It was long deceased. Yeah. Wow. And probably buried under some of the garbage in your living room. Well, you know, the cats are doing their business mm. whoever they want. In a, in a hoarder's house, right. it's, just, it's just the truth. <sighs> Why do you think they wanted to replace the uh, the ceiling fans? Maybe to help air out the place? Or? I don't know. I don't know how you even get to ceiling fans in a hoarder's house. And that's the truth. They yeah. didn't have any kind of paths either. So, like, yeah. so many questions. So many questions. Yeah, I have a hoarder in my family. And, do uh, you? Yeah, I do. Okay. And so does my so does my wife actually. She's a hoarder in her family, oh. and uh, uh, yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough. It's rough I, watching I, people live like that. Yeah, it, it. I know it's part of mental health too, right? Yeah, it is. Is that because I mean, there's like there's an attachment there. Some not to get you know philosophical and whatnot, but yeah, I I feel like uh, I could have those tendencies if because the way I hang on to things. I think anybody's I, capable, you know, if the yeah. right set of circumstances comes your way, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, what do they say there? If not for the grace of God, there go I, I mean, right. So, you know, but man, um, there's some lines that shouldn't be crossed. I mean, if you want to hang on to a few Sam's Cheetos tubs, you know, barrels, <laughs> right, right. That, that's fine. But, um, let's let's keep the smell down by cleaning out the litter box don't turn your jacuzzi into a litter nah, box yeah. it's, 
Got to draw the line somewhere. Just a little, little, little GOK moment. <laughs> Don't use your litter box as a jacuzzi, or vice versa. Vice versa. John just brought up a whole new thing. Yeah, I don't don't use <laughs> don't use your litter box as a jacuzzi. I don't know. Do particles float or or do they absorb Ooh. water and then sink? You know, there's just so many questions. Not um, many. all right, so it's time for us to rewind the week. Let's do that. Well, the first thing I'll say is you might notice a, a distinct lack of vim and vigor in my voice. <laughs> Today, I'm a little more laid back. It's because I have been battling the COVID strain, the latest mm-hmm. edition, you know, the new designer COVID. Yeah. It's been Congratulations. Sp- spreading like a beast through St. Louis. My, my daughter was kind enough to bring it home to us a couple of weeks ago, and uh, my wife Aww. and I both came down with it about the same time. And uh, though child. comparing notes to other people in my friend circle who have had it, um, I had a light version, but it was still headaches and sleeping and, um, you know, ear, spl- ear splitting, head splitting headaches and coughing and, uh, and all kinds uh. of stuff. But I've got the government venom in my veins. And so it, it tr- surely wasn't as bad as it could have been. So, yeah, um, well, uh, I am both sorry and thankful that you uh, pulled through it with such grace. Yes, it's it's grace that I'm known for. Um, you know, I've, I've come to realize something while I was laying around in the bed is that I was like, I'm custom built for wallering around in covers. I'm a big fat round guy. (laughs) And, uh, it's, it's, it's like jello in the mold, you know, that it was made from it's, it's (laughs) what I'm, I think I custom formed the bed mattress into the shape of my body. I, I, I have proof actually because my wife flipped the mattress over um, vertically or, or horizontally, not vertically. So so it's okay. a one sided mattress, um, but she flipped it head to head to foot head. Okay, so one hundred and eighty degrees. Yeah, right. yeah. And then she's like, you know, we don't want to wear it out, so we're gonna flip it. And I laid down on that thing, and it was like I was laying on a topographical map of the world. <laughs> there were high points. There were valleys. There, my my whole body rolled to the center of, of our two because we have two twin mattresses on our king size bed, and uh, so we each have our own set of covers and everything. And oh, cool. um, yeah, it keep, it keeps the fighting to a minimum. I mean, we still fight and 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 you know slap at each other, and we have bats and stuff next to our beds for, <laughs> for when it gets really heated. But um, but anyway, so in the middle of the night. I, I mean, I could not sleep on this thing because I, I, I felt like I was laying on the side of a mountain because the the corner was so, I guess, just down where my feet were now being up near my head. It was bad. So I flipped it over silently. I never even woke her up. It was oh, so really in the yeah, middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So, but that, that's not even my weekly update. It, 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 there was a lot of thermometer usage this week and we have a digital thermometer that you put in your mouth and uh uh-huh. which i know is a little outdated because now they have the ones that you just stick on your ear you know all right or or just scan your forehead with it yeah yeah but we we have this one and my wife is 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 using it and and uh and and i said something to the effect of um that, that's an anal thermometer and oh, no you she, didn't and she says, uh, she just kind of rolls her eyes, puts it in her mouth. She's like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's an oral thermometer, you idiot. And I said, oh, for real? It's not? <laughs> <laughs> and she almost spit it in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Oh, yeah. it's not? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So later on, I got accused of liking. She's like, just because you like to put thermometers up your butt, and I'm like, I never said I liked it. I, I it was just a little jokey joke to make you second guess putting it in your mouth. That's all. (laughs) So, oh man, anal thermometer. Yeah. 
No, that's that's baby stuff. I don't even think they do yeah. that with baby. Maybe they do. I I remember Jenna and Jay both having having that situation. So maybe they still do. Maybe it's still the most uh, accurate, most accurate, location. quick and effective way to get the core temperature of a child. Yeah, a baby. You know where your core, I don't. Your core is. I don't your think butthole. either of my kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think either of my kids uh, ever, I don't recall it, unless they did that in the hospital when they were born, I don't recall, but um, man, I don't think I've ever had one of those. Well, yeah, not in, not in a situation where you would remember it, you know, in, yeah, infant, right. infant life. You know, it's, it's, thankfully, we don't remember things. Yeah. Well, I have a funny story that kind of goes along with that. Okay. You want to hear it? I, I do. <laughs> my, my mom, you know, she's a nurse. And um, she told me this, uh, she, and I don't know if it really happened or if it's one of those, you know, urban legends for, for nurses to tell, but she, she told me about a nurse who was dealing with a particularly uh, cranky and just a belligerent man. Mm. And he just, you know, he was in the hospital and he just was very just rude and everything. And, um, and so this was, the, the nurse's end of her shift and uh, and the, the guy was just giving her a, just a very difficult time and she's like, okay, well, this that's it. Um, so she had to take his temperature and uh, she said, I'm sorry, sir, this is, we have to take it with an anal thermometer. But and the guy was like, oh, whatever, fine, fine, fine. So she rolled him over and, um, and, and did what you do with those things and then she left the room and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was getting a little payback on the particular patient uh, because she also left the building and didn't use a thermometer. Instead, she had a, 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 a pen that had a flower on the back of it. You know how they, they'll put something on the back of a, a pen <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that it doesn't walk off? And kind of, so apparently, uh, <laughs> when, when somebody came by, the guy's laying on you know his belly with a flower sticking out of his butt <laughs> now i don't know if that's 100 percent true but it sure is i fun. don't even care it's amazing <laughs> yeah it's payback man that's great that's great yeah she may have not kept her job after that either but yeah i don't know no i i, I think you could do it and and not even get caught you know you just come back and pull it out later. He's he's laying there. He's falling asleep. You don't even know. You didn't even hear the the photos you took. You know. <laughs> this certainly had to have been because I. She told me this when I was young. You know, mm. she's like going through nursing school, or I don't remember. But so it was a it was a while back. Uh, so this is well before the days of um, you know cameras in every hey, hallway. We, we had Polaroids though. So yeah, right, right. That's right. Don't forget. The cell phone cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, I have an announcement to make, and I'm going to play this first. Because I'm kind of sad. I'm happy and I'm sad about it at the same time. Is we, we got 100 patrons by oh. the end of December, barely. December 31st. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And so I have to shave my flipping head. So... I, um, <laughs> I'm I'm not real hyped about it like I was before. It sounded like a great idea. You'd kind of written it off. I mean, you were pretty confident that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but in the last minute, people just started piling it on. Like I was getting emails, like so and so just became a patron. You know, James Wyman just became a patron. <laughs> Evan Eckert just became a patron. Lizzie became a patron. Philip Ludens became a patron. Don Marie, wow. Michael Clifton, Mary or Marcella, Daryl Hafner, Anna, uh, Anna. Sorry, Anna. <laughs> I got Anna it's a, in the it's head. An Anna thermometer. Yeah, <laughs> and Eli Schmick. Uh, they all became patrons, plus a bunch of dollar wow. patrons and three dollar patrons, and um, it's it's crazy. Just people came out of the woodwork and pulled it off. So I am grateful. Obviously, it's a Christmas miracle. But um. Here, here's the thing. I was supposed to shave my head in a video. Um, <laughs> You're getting cold feet. 
<laughs> I've got it all planned out. I want to call the place that I usually go to and have them, you know, do it and this whole thing. But John has suggested that we wait until June yeah. uh, for for Dra- for Dragon Con for Narthex Con mm-hmm. and do it live and videotape it there where John yep. could shave my head and we could live stream it and everything. We could live stream it. We could record it, you know, the whole thing. Um, so anyway, I'd love to get your feedback about that. I'm going to ask the patrons actually what they, what they think and primarily base it off what they say since they all 100 of them. Yeah. All, well, there's 99 now. I kind of figured Uh-oh. somebody, somebody was in it just to get me in trouble and then they were going to yank their support. So, <laughs> yeah well maybe they'll keep uh we'll keep adding patrons from there and then they'll yeah. be like 120 by yeah. who knows who knows well anyway i mean as far as i'm concerned we have a million patrons that's it right already it feels like because they're like a million in my heart that's so. right that's a great way to think about it. it it is special um i i do want to make another announcement I, obviously i've got a youtube channel i keep promoting nlcast.com slash youtube I'd love it if you'd go subscribe. I'm uh, doing pixel art and gaming stuff and uh, uh, possibly some music coming up soon. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to see. Uh, June 11th, 2022, mark your calendars. NarthexCon 2020, Benton Park Cafe here in St. Louis, Missouri. Registration is open. Go to nlcast.com slash narthex for more information. And then lastly, we have a theme show coming January 27th, the last Thursday of this month. The theme is church. Ooh, church stories. Yes. Church. Can can they be in, do they have to be funny stories or can they be spooky because they can be I have anything. So can be anything related to church. So send your stories today and mark them hashtag church uh to J or uh that, that story show at gmail.com. That would be great. We we would love it. We got some iTunes reviews. Um Dog World from United States says, let's confuse the people who are listening backwards. <laughs> He says, okay. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lucy, Lucifer, I have news for you. Norwegian lady, LBB, kicked in the junk, Narthex, fresh hot pizza, middle school drama, John the Clown costume, breaking up with his high school girlfriend, <laughs> uh, can- Canada, nickel, and a dime and a quarter and a penny. That's a lot of cash. John and his fart jokes, lemons, lemons, recap song, JoJo the Christian Clown, nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. John's beard of oil, GOK, the the redneck getting punched in the old rewinding the week sound clip and last but not least i turned into a bat and flew away i can think of so many more inside jokes i love this podcast if you haven't listened you should totally do it that is if you're e for everyone 10 and up so also you are listening backwards and you don't get any of this that's a wake-up call to listen to it from the first episode it's a way better experience i don't mean even wait i don't I mean, I don't even know why I'm writing this review anyway, since nobody's <laughs> listening. Sorry. <laughs> I had to sneak that one in there. Happy 400 episodes, Dog World from the United States. It's great. Hey. Um, Christmas songs to sing from the United States wrote, oh. with the Christmas songs that you say you don't like is very offending to some people. Oh. Remember oh. we did that on our Christmas episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah just last couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Some people I recall that. Some people like those songs and you can offend them with that. And I just want to mm. officially um apologize by saying I don't give a crap. If somebody's offended because I don't like their favorite Christmas song, they got bigger problems than just me. <laughs> so Oh, love your favorite Christmas songs. You, you, it's a free country. It's a free world. Uh, yeah, and 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 us expressing our opinions on a, on a Christmas song is not us expressing our opinions on you, right? It's it's you know we love you regardless of the Christmas songs. Yeah, that if you, you like want to listen to Christmas shoes and you just love it to death, and yeah, you, I mean, yeah, you know, whatever. Lift your holy hands and and keep singing it. That's right. I, however, will choose not to. That's right. And, and but I won't point at you and laugh and say, "Oh, you're an idiot because you listen to that song." John won't, but I will. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> maybe now you can get offended properly. I mean, if we're going to get offended, let's get offended. You know, let's, uh, let's say something. Wait till we say something offensive, and then then get all upset. Hey, it's time for this Quiznos. <laughs> Quiznos. 
where we quiz what you know. All right. Uh, Daniel Lewis sent in a quiz today. and uh, Did he? Yeah. Did he, Daniel Lewis, and it's, send uh, us a quiz? It's called the Ghostbusters, Gremlins, and Goonies quiz. So maybe we have a chance to, to actually win it. Um, yeah, after that really hard Christmas one that we had in last episode. That was, that was rough for me. <laughs> I think that's why I got COVID. It was so so hard. Uh, <laughs> my wife got it too. I'm pretty sure we didn't get her tested, but she had a pretty rough time. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I feel your pain. It was not a great Christmas. Um, but you know. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. Let's move on to this great <laughs> quiz. <laughs> Which of these three movies have never gotten a sequel as of yet? A Ghostbusters. B Gremlins. C, The Goonies, or D, actually, they all have sequels. I'm, I'm going to say C, The Goonies. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a difficult one, but Goonies, unless there's some release to VHS video that yeah. I never saw. Yeah, some animation. Goonies is, yeah, and that wouldn't count. It wouldn't be canon as far as I'm concerned because I haven't seen it. Right. If there is. So I'm, I'm going with C, Goonies. Which character said the phrase, hey, you guys? Was it Gizmo from the Gremlins? Sloth from the Goonies? Sloth. Yeah, I know. Stay Puft no, Marshmallow we- Man from Ghostbusters or Chunk from the Goonies? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It was Sloth. Yeah. 100%. Which character? We should see how good we do without even ha- using the multiple choice, huh? Yeah, that's true. Which character said the phrase, he slimed me? Ray Stance from Ghostbusters, Mikey oh, from the Goonies, Peter Vickman from the Ghostbusters, or Billy from the Gremlins. This is uh See, I know them by the actor's name. Oh. And I think it was Ray though. Okay. Who was played by Bill Murray. Uh slime. What creature shouldn't you feed after midnight? A gremlin, a mogwai, a sloth, or a slimer? I'm a mogwai. With mogwai. All right. Here's the final one. Which actor from the Goonies also appeared in the Gremlins? A. Corey Feldman. His mouth. B. Sean Austin. Mikey. C. Jeff Cohen, Chunk, or D, Kia Kwan, who played Data. Um, I'm going to say Corey Feldman. You know, I actually don't know the answer to that because while I know a lot of the information about the Gremlins, I've only seen the movie like once, maybe twice. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to see it as a kid. No, I wasn't either. Because Gremlins, ooh, they're demonic or something. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to have to guess on that. And I'm going to say the Asian guy, what was his name? Data or Ki Kwai Kwan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So here are the answers and, uh, it was only five questions. Yeah. eh? Yeah. We're trying to get the, the quizzes down to five questions. Um, that's cool. Question number one, a Goonies sequel has been rumored, but it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So question number one's answer was, yep. See Goonies. Ding, ding, ding. ding. Um, who said, I am, uh, or, or who said, hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Yeah, Sloth said this famous phrase, which is still repeated to this day by many of us now in our 40s. Well, you know why he said it, right? Yeah. Because the, he was watching TV and who was on the TV? Um, uh, uh, Fat Albert. Yes, that's right. Okay, that's right. I don't know. Fat Albert was the one that always said it, right? I, or, <laughs> yeah, I, that's right. It was Fat Albert. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Um, P, uh, number C. Uh, 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 Peter Vakeman was the answer. Peter, he was Peter Vakeman. Okay, yeah, man. Yeah. He also oh. said, "I feel so funky." Uh, earlier so in the funny. movie, he says somebody blows their nose and you want to keep it. And then when they find slime in the library basement. So um, question number four, 
what, what do you don't feed after midnight? A mugwai, because he will turn into a gremlin. I don't know what happens if a gremlin eats after midnight, though. Sloth can have a baby Ruth anytime, and Slimer eats all the time. So <laughs> I like it. And question number five, who was the kid that played in both movies? Corey Feldman played Billy's friend Pete Fort- Fortane- Fountaine. He was the one responsible for actually spilling water on Gizmo, and um, he was much younger in Gremlins than he was in Goonies. So hmm. there we go. And that's some Corey Feldman. Yeah, he gets around yeah, me. Now that makes sense. I have a I have a, a vague memory of it now that you said that. So awesome. Well, let's do some. Well, I got two out of three. Oh yeah, three. yeah, you did good. I'll give you a ding yeah. for that. I'll give you okay, a ding thanks. for that. Okay, thanks. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, let's do some Thanks. listener stories. Yeah! All right. This one's called Crunchy Cupcake. It's a little built-in warning right in the title. <laughs> Thank you. Bill from Indiana Ew. says, greetings, James and John. Last week we were celebrating my son's third birthday and an unfortunate event happened to me. The evening's festivity started innocently enough. Party decorations were out. Birthday gifts were stacked on the counter. Our evening's meal was being prepared. Considering one of my first son's words or my son's first words he ever spoke was taco. We had tacos for dinner. Taco. That's an interesting first word. Yeah. Everything was going well. The dinner was delicious, and we were having a fun conversation around the table. Soon after dinner was finished, it was time to bring out the birthday cake for our birthday boy and sing happy birthday. After the rousing and out-of-tune rendition of the song was done, the three candles were blown out. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, they were blown out. My my mother-in-law is a smart one. She makes a small cake with the candles. For the little one, in case a lot of spit flies while attempting to blow out the candles, the rest of us get cupcakes. Yep, smart. Yeah, and it works for me. I have a bit of a sweet tooth, so I'm looking forward to the double chocolate cupcakes she made. And mm. you, you know what that means? That means it's chocolate cake with chocolate chips inside. I know that. Doesn't that. mean it's got chocolate frosting. And it could. It could mean that too. I. The reason I'm mentioning it. Is because, I mean, because that qualifies. That qualifies as double chocolate either way. Your version okay. or my version. But my daughter made triple chocolate brownies. Ooh, and ooh. it was brownies with big chunks of chocolate inside and frosting. And it was. And apparently a little COVID. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy good. Yeah. A little, little COVID sprinkled right on in there. She, <laughs> she's, uh, she's way past, um, you know, communicable, but, um. Yeah, she yeah. she gets bored and she bakes, man. When she was in quarantine, I was eating good, dude. Mm. Just she's I I remember the cookies she made for the last Narthex Con, and yeah. uh, I hope oh. those will be a repeat. Uh, that visit that is a challenge. I will I will put to her. Um, well, anyway, it, it he says it works for me. I have a bit of sweet tooth. I was looking forward to the cupcakes. After serving everyone else, I sit down 
and to select my cupcake, and obviously I want the one with the most chocolate icing on it. The first mm. big bite was a morsel of heaven. It was every bit as mm, good yeah, as yes. it looked and smelled. Savoring the bite, I looked toward the next one. As bite number two went in, I contemplated the joy of eating a second cupcake once this one was through. However, my attention was diverted when I got a couple of crunches in my mouth while chewing. Oh, come on now. What's going on? Why were there crunches? Yeah, why? Tell me. It's just a soft cupcake and icing. There, there's no sprinkles. There's no candy pieces in it. There's there's mm. no bits of toothpick left over from mm. the decoration. It wasn't hard enough for that in fact it didn't crunch like anything i could immediately recognize curious at this intrusion into my chocolatey delight i swished around the partially chewed cake in an attempt to locate the foreign object before crushing down again once i detected it i attempted to diagnose it with my mouth Hmm, as to not arouse any suspicions from the other in the table oh it's got to be a bit of eggshell i thought yes yes that's what it's got to be that's what's happened that's happened before well, I sat there with a table full of family, and I thought for an instant to just swallow it to avoid attracting attention to myself by digging my fingers in my mouth or worse, spitting it out in my plate. Either way, I felt it wouldn't be too polite. As I finally located the object, I came to the conclusion that it could be set aside, uh, just fish it out discreetly as I could. Boy, I'm glad I did, because as I pulled the quote-unquote eggshell out of my mouth and placed it on my plate... I noticed the icing and cake-covered eggshell had legs, y'all. Oh, no. Y'all. Oh, no. I had chewed on a stink bug. I had crunched (laughs) it, crackled it. I had gotten past this exoskeleton, and the juices had flowed. Oh, no. I had a flipping stink bug in my mouth, and I chewed on it. (laughs) I got to go wash my mouth out because the thought of that's making me feel yucky. The others at the table saw me remove it from my mouth, and once realizing what it was, they just looked up at me. My face wrenched in disgust. And I said, ooh. And I just, I just chewed a stink bug, and I was mortified. My stomach was turning. I had a mouthful of cupcakes still. Politeness was out the door. Now I spit the rest of my cupcake and rushed to the bathroom <laughs> to rinse out my mouth. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't vomit, but I wouldn't have blamed myself if I did. I spent the next several minutes brushing my teeth and capping it off yeah. and guzzling out all my mouthwash. I had a pack of gum. Mm. I would have stuffed it all in like Ace Ventura. My night was ruined, but everyone else at the table got a good laugh out of it. Now, oh. now that I look back on it, it's pretty funny, but I still can't look at a cupcake without some PTSD. <laughs> as I still hear the crunch in my head, literally in my head. Oh, after, no. the, after the party was over and everyone left home, I got a random photo text message from my sister-in-law of a stink bug. With laughing emojis. Glad mm-hmm. glad I made her evening. Well, anyway, thanks for the show, fellas. I look forward to each episode. Hope this one made you laugh more than vomit. God bless Bill from <sighs> Indiana. In, in, he says, P.S. In defense of my mother-in-law, the cupcakes were baked at her home, and then she iced them while at my house. Uh-oh. Like most people in the Midwest were dealing with an invasion of stink bugs, and I've had several making themselves at home in our kitchen. And I'm convinced that Mm. while she was icing the cupcakes, one was disguised on top and got covered over. I don't, I don't think she cooked him as a special. I don't think so. It was just part of the icing. So, and he says, PPS, what's the worst thing you ever ate? Hopefully you have not, or will ever experience a stink bug like I did. And I thought Mm. about that for a little bit. And, and I, I don't know that I've ever eaten anything um accidentally like that that i could remember but i do remember as a child i was at uh in elementary school at lunch and there was a there was a plate full of food in the segregated little you know trays that we used to have mm-hmm. um you know the milk in its milk spot and the main entree in its main entree spot and up in the upper left was where they would put the salad wherever whenever uh, there was a salad and yeah. so i pierce the salad and i take the first bite and i look down and i had uncovered a caterpillar <laughs> that was crawling around underneath <gasps> the first leaf of lettuce and the lettuce yeah so it was oh, no it was it was uh probably you know this was before we would have called it you know um uh organic but uh, it seemed like it was very organic lettuce 
you know. <laughs> yeah, didn't kill that bug, huh? Yeah. So, because you know, you know, my definition of organic is that it's got a little dirt in it, you know. Yeah. Well, you got the bugs in it too. Yeah. So, I don't know, John. Do you, oh. have, do you have anything you ever ate on accident like that? Yeah. Uh, so I I have accidentally eaten bugs before, but I got to be honest. I think. I think the worst thing that I have ever ate or bit into is is hair. Oh, you know, I I oh. was at a restaurant in um, and it was a pizza place up in up in Helen, Georgia. I won't say the name to protect the innocent, right, but um, right. and that is unfortunately not the first time this has happened to me. But I we had a place uh, in Noonan that 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 had we got a pizza from there, and they had. It had hair in it. I bit into it and, you know, oh. pulled a slice back oh. and, and, and some of the ingredients are like dangling and it's not dangling from cheese. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, everybody that I just said this, but it was disgusting. And so, yeah, that's, that's the worst thing. Cause you know, a bug is, you know, it's a bug. Right. Unless it's like a spider, which I probably have eaten. You know, they say that you eat a certain amount of bugs in your lifetime just right. from produce and stuff like that. And so I've probably eaten millions of bugs and not even known it, but a human hair is nasty yeah. and should never be in your food. I, I went to a restaurant. You just made me remember. And I had, <laughs> uh -oh. I had a chicken, a uh, half chicken. So, you know, chicken breast and a leg and a thigh and a wing. And, and, um, and I was eating the, the, uh, thigh and the, and the leg. And it was all kind of connected, you know, so I eat the whole thing and I finished it and set it down. And only then did I notice a wiry hair just, <laughs> just threaded through the whole thing. Like, <laughs> it was a, like it was a freaking marionette. Please tell me it was one of the chicken's feathers. No, it wasn't. It was a hair. Uh, come and I had somehow not even touched it or disturbed it the entire time I ate. I, I pulled out my phone and I've long lost the video, but I was able to Ugh. literally animate the leg by, oh, by holding no. it with in, by the thigh and pulling the string and the leg would contract and, and extend uh, before the hair finally broke, you know, but that's, it was uh, the last time I ever ate at, at one of these places ever again. And they were a favorite mm. place. I can't even remember the name of it now, but that's probably for the best. Yeah. Wait, you know, sometimes it just happens. And, and yeah, there's things that can prevent it. But I, anyway, I want to, I want to kind of move on because I haven't had dinner yet and I want to be able to eat. Yeah. I'm the same way. <laughs> that's the worst thing I ever ate though. Yeah. And I didn't swallow it. I, I did get reimbursed. So. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that hair was extra. We are going to charge you extra, sir. You know, I'll be honest. I've maybe gotten a little jaded, but if it's just a small hair, like a dude's hair. <laughs> what? A what? Like a dude's hair, you know, like, like short hair, you know, I, not a, not a short hair. I mean, like, <laughs> okay, thank you. All right. Yeah. All right. Not a whirly burly curly, uh, 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 a little straight hair from his head. I will push it aside and I will press on because I'm, I'm thinking it's been cooked. It is fine. You know? Right. Right. But yeah. And, it, and if it comes from your family, you're like, you know, that's, that's my family. Right. But if you go out to eat, you're, I don't know, maybe you're different, but it, yeah. Uh, I, I, and this, I don't know. Totally would gross Amy out. So I won't even. <laughs> So anyway, there we go. Uh, John, <laughs> read us a story called The Secret Sprite. Okay. It's a little hint for you in that one too, I guess. Now, this comes from us. Uh, this comes to us from Lydia Talent from Tennessee. It says, Dear James and John, once upon a time, I thought it would be fun to sneak a Sprite from my garage. So I got a floral metal water bottle and raced out to the garage. Once I got there, I popped open a new Sprite. The smell of lemons, lemons drew me in wow. more and more. <laughs> it's lemons, lemons, and lime, lime. I put the metal bottle on the top of the Sprite bottle, putting both openings to one another. And then I turned the Sprite bottle with the opening face down. I thought I was such a genius for coming up with this brilliant way to move one liquid into another bottle so none of my siblings would see that I had snuck a Sprite. <laughs> but... 
Before I could finish praising myself, the metal bottle started gushing out Sprite <laughs> all over the garage floor, and it didn't stop until the bottle of Sprite had no more liquid, and the garage floor and I were soaked in sticky lemons lemon soda. Mm. Nice. Now, I have stayed away from soft drinks since then, and I don't ever think about trying to fill a bottle with Sprite without some protective gear and some space outdoors for the soda to explode on and not on me. My life lesson, thank you, Lydia, for bringing a life lesson into this. My life lesson from this is to not ever do that again. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's a good life lesson. Good perspective. I hope this makes it on the show. Keep up the amazing work. This show is a hilarious thing to listen to because even if I'm mad, I always find myself laughing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Lydia, for a great story and a great life lesson. Yes, it, it's important as you're growing up. You know, Lydia's obviously a younger listener. Uh, you don't know about the, the effects of carbonation. And, uh, oh. It, it may just make sense. You put the two tips together, you flip them over, you know, it, it transfers. It's fine. But Brilliant. Yeah, no, it, it's it's going to explode. It's gonna Turned explode. into a big vortex of exploding gas uh, and I don't, I don't, liquid. I don't know that she needs, um, let's just say she needed gear. <laughs> She's like, hey, yeah, I, I need gear next time. No, you just need to pour slowly. Yeah, just pour slowly. You'll, you, you'll get there. My son used to be so impressed. He's 13 now, and I, nothing I do impresses him now. But um, <laughs> a few years ago when he was 10 and 9 and 7, he would watch me pour soda into a glass and how I would, in his mind, expertly stop just as the fizz bubbled up to the very tip without pouring over. And it would go back down. He'd be like, wow. It was the most amazing thing to him ever. And uh like I said, now, you know, I'm, I'm embarrassing. I get in trouble. He yells at me for stuff. So, <laughs> well, dad, good old dad, good old dad. It, it, it comes around full circle from what I understand. For, I have a friend who has adult children and they start liking you again once they move out. So, oh, uh, that's good. it's and, encouraging. Well, they need, your, <laughs> they need your money is what I hear. So, uh, ride the lightning comes to us from uh, Marcella. Kedez? Kedez? Yeah. Kedez? I discovered you guys by listening to the Babylon Bee shortly after my husband passed away. Oh. I went back to catch up all the way from the beginning, and I just finished show number 399, and it was wow. my goal that by show 400 to finally send in a story of my own. Well, look at you. Look at you. You did it, and you got on the show. Yes. Congratulations. I also wanted to let you know that I understand the depression and the anxiety that you go through and your stories have gotten me through a lot of mental and emotional turmoil as well. Now on to the story. Well, I'm glad we've helped. I mean, that's, it's, it's always awesome to hear. Yes. When, thank you. When my husband and I met, we were 14 and 15 and this story would have happened in the late spring of 87. There was a fraternity house that had been shut down and boarded up that everyone used to break into. It was a huge three-story with a full basement sitting up at the top of a hill with a cemetery behind it. It was the kind of house just off the university campus. So we were cutting school one afternoon, and it was my future husband, Mike, myself, and three other friends, one chick, two guys. As I said, <laughs> it was boarded up. And there was a lot of boards missing on the first floor. So there was quite a bit of light when we first arrived. My friend Lori and I were really scared and holding on to each other. We were walking through the house. Mike told us uh, all that he wasn't afraid of anything in this house. <laughs> that was his pro proclamation. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> foreshadowing there. We all reached the wide staircase and everyone else was nervous is we had no flashlight with us and it got darker the higher up we went because of all the boards <laughs> that were still intact. The stairs went like 10 and then a landing and then 10 and then the second floor. This is a huge staircase. Then 10, yeah. then a landing, 10, third floor. Mike, a big house, yeah. three floors? Yeah. Good night. Mike was leading us all up. I just imagine Luigi's Mansion. That's, that's what I got in my head. <laughs> Mike was leading us all up and I was cowering bringing up the the rear as i turned on the last landing and looked up into the dark i suddenly saw something that made me scream 
and start running back down the stairs and everyone else reacted and screamed too and followed suit <laughs> so they hadn't seen anything now remember mike was the one leading the way but he beat us all back down to the bottom <laughs> mr <laughs> i'm not afraid of anything in this house i i told them that i had seen something glowing uh in the dark mike looks oh. down and points at the t-shirt he's wearing and says it was my dumb shirt he had his Metallica ride the lightning sh glow in the dark shirt on <laughs> years later. We still laugh about that. And I would tease oh, him about beating us all to the bottom of the stairs when he quote, wasn't afraid of anything in that house. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my story. And I'm happy to know that I helped get uh, to the hundred for you to <laughs> shave your head. <laughs> wow. You're one yes. of those problem people that I have to thank for my new hairdo. It's coming soon. Marcella. Oh, man. Maybe we can shave an M into your head in honor. I, I do have ideas that there should be several designs as we start shaving it away. It shouldn't just be a straight shaved bald. Like I, no. I, I, I want to go in and ask for like a mohawk first, you know? Yes. And, and, and uh, you know, things like and just try different, different styles out before going all the way down, you know, to bald. So, yeah, well, you know, every guy, I think, I, I think every guy that can grow facial hair after they get a big full beard and they're like, all right, I'm ready to get rid of this. Yeah. They shave it off in phases, right? Yes, true. You do some mutton chops and then you do a goatee or you, you have to do the little Hitler stash. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got, <laughs> did you do pictures. a Hitler stash? John. I've done them all. You've never done a stash. <laughs> You've never done no. <laughs> One time I shaved the word beard into my beard. <laughs> yeah. And I think I've got a picture of it somewhere. I should pull that. Yeah, out. I had I hadn't shaved since before Christmas um until recently. And uh I had a pretty substantial I had about an inch on my face and uh well past the itchy face, you know. Yeah. And uh yeah. I decided to take it off. And I did. I took it all off except for the mustache, and I took a picture and sent it to my wife. And I said, I, sh <laughs> I shaved. And, dude, I looked like an 80s, I, I, I don't know, like I should have been driving a van around the neighborhood asking kids to get in or something. It, it, it just did not <laughs> look good on me at all. <laughs> I, I look like I the creepy uncle, you know, just... <laughs> And, and, and I shaved it immediately, but I made her think for the whole day that she was at work, that she was going to come home to mustache James, you know, <laughs> I, I did that once. Okay. So I, this was in our old house. I, I shaved it down. You know, I had gone through the different phases and I just had a mustache left. And I was like, this actually looks kind of good on me. Yeah, I was, I, I was kind of proud of it. First too. Yeah. <laughs> and so I go downstairs to tell Amy and I said, Hey babe. And she looks up at me and she says, hey, Peter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And so I just turned right back around. My wife texted me and said, there are no more kisses until that thing is gone. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she called me Peter in reference to you know, the file. IT crowd. Yes, yeah, yes. Peter, Peter File. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is coming off. I know what your official opinion is about me and a mustache. And it's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's associated oh. with pedophilia, and it's not good. It's not good. At all. <laughs> oh man, it's oh. it's like in style now. Not pe pedophilia, but uh, <laughs> must <laughs> mustaches are in style now. God A lot of dudes us. around here wearing mustaches again. God help and, and mullets, mustaches, and mullets. Man, they're back. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Not not here in the city. No. No. Okay. No. Well, I guess out here in the country, it must be the thing. Hey, I got a story from Abigail. Should I read it? Yeah. It's a noteworthy signal. I recently started listening to your podcast. Thank you. I have always loved hearing people's funny stories, so I really enjoy your show. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, Abigail. We enjoy you listening. Absolutely. And, and sending this in as well. Yeah. So here we go. My neighbor owned two horses, and my brothers and I used to go over to his farm once a week to help with the chores, you know, sometimes uh, ride the horses as well. On the morning of this story, the horses were in the ties in the barn, ready to be brushed and have their hooves cleaned out. Mm. That sounds like fun. Sounds it like doesn't. work. It sounds like work. But, you know, I guess if you're going to ride the horse, you got to brush it and clean it too, clean its hooves. 
now, occasionally, one of the horses would decide to poop on the barn floor while we were caring for them. On such occasions, one of us would go get a bucket and a shovel and hold our breath and scoop the smelly substance. Ugh. Whenever we saw one of the horses raise its tail, that was the telltale, the telltale sign for us to go and grab a bucket and a shovel. On this particular morning, I was cleaning out one of the horse's back hooves, and since I was looking downward, I did not see the particular noteworthy signal. Ah, thus our stories. <laughs> I didn't see the noteworthy signal of impending danger. Dum. And then I felt a warm, wet, squishy thing Dum. smack <laughs> into the back of my neck. Was that one of my mischievous brothers was throwing mud balls at me? Yeah. However, yeah. I was pelted with more of the squishy objects. I realized the truth. The horse was taking a dump on my head. Awesome. <laughs> I quickly moved out of the path of fire, but I had to go the rest of the morning with horse poop residue on my neck. <laughs> they so gross. <laughs> Needless to say, I took a good shower when I got home. Yeah. Hope this makes it on the show. Oh, It did. Do you have any splatter sounds that we could play instead of a bell for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all I know is I want to play Never Have I Ever with Abigail because I would win because I'd be like, <laughs> never have I ever been pooped on by a horse. <laughs> yes. Abigail would have to sit down or put her finger oh. down or whatever, you know. Oh, man. Uh, it's like, I guess it's just, uh, you know, it's what happens when you mess around with... Animals whose butthole is higher than your head. <laughs> At least horses are vegan, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, with goats and, and dogs and stuff, their poop is annoying, but you don't have to worry about it coming from above you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Usually you step on it. Yeah. The worst it, you can it's get just knee high, knee high at, at, at most, you know, it might fall on your foot or under your oh. foot, but uh, yeah, with a horse. Yeah. At least they have tails that cover themselves. Um, Right. I, I get, it's not like a cat that you have to stare at its hiney every time so, it yeah, walks in front Yeah, of I get really aware sometimes of my dog's buttholes. And um <laughs> I don't know why, but they just they, they prance around like they own the place. It it it's like they, they have a bell that they ring to go out to to, <laughs> uh, to to and and I thought it was a great idea, but now I feel like a freaking dog butler. Like <laughs> like it's my job to jump up because they look at me. They ring the bell and they just stare Excuse at me, me sir. like I like I forgot to refill their wine glass or something. And I'm um, waiting for you to open the door. I've and, got no phone. And then they just turn and walk away, and their butts are facing me. And I can't help but think it's on purpose. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just look at this for a while, James. You 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 think you own us? We own you. Let us out. It's true. Anyway, tater salad bowl. This is the worst story ever in oh, history no. i know i keep saying that like every now and then i, oh, I say no. it's a worse story but this one seriously i even even um messaged her and said thanks for sending this story but i hate you you know no, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that i just said it's the worst story ever one easter several oh, years no. ago my sister-in-law and i were bustling around our church's kitchen tidying and dishing out food through the pass-through uh mm -hmm. you know about the pass-through it's the you know, right yeah it's the hole in the wall where you the men, where, where the, the men can see it all through the men. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there were other ladies in the kitchen cleaning and washing dishes as well. And we finally get worked through the line and uh, start the real cleanup job. There was a sweet older woman washing dishes who made the absolute best tater salad ever. Mm, which tater salad. She, she brought in this particularly large bowl. She grew up without running water. Mm. And so she loved <laughs> to wash the dishes. And she was lovely washing this giant stainless steel bowl, uh, mm. tater salad bowl. It's very important to say. Uh, my sister-in-law and I stopped on either side of her as we were all chatting and having a great time. And she took a deep sigh and smiled really big and said, I just love this bowl. And we're like, uh, why? She yeah. gently shook her head and said, oh, this is a special bowl. Yeah, tater salad, special bowl. Hooked, though, well, we leaned yeah. in closer, thinking surely it held some fond memory of some past time. She happily filled us 
in to satisfy our curiosity when she said, well, this is my afterbirth bowl. What? Three of my kids afterbirth went into this bowl. I had all all home births. (laughs) I told you it was the worst story ever. You didn't didn't believe me, did you? You didn't prepare, John. (laughs) (laughs) Purely mortified, but trying to hide it. We just started laughing. This woman had 13 kids, by the way. Oh! I don't know what just... Wait. (laughs) It caught all... Wait, you just said it only had three. She said it three three of her kids. She must have used various bowls. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, don't borrow Tupperware from this lady. (laughs) She has a casserole dish that caught the other three. <laughs> yeah, slow then, cooker, you know, just, you know, pressure cooker. Yeah, no, it's... it's ter- this is my afterbirth frying pan. <laughs> oh, it's so Jeez. nasty. This woman had 13 kids. We, oh, wow. She, she is what we call pioneer stock from the hills of Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. She continued oh. to fill us in on the details, which I'll spare you. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, I don't want to. We later shared this news with some of the others who, who were there that morning, and one guy spewed his drink everywhere, and, <laughs> and and the other just stopped dead, staring into the distance, thinking he threw his hands in the air and shouted, thank God I didn't eat the potato salad. <laughs> well, it's not like it was still in there. I don't know, or, man. I don't know. Uh, I just have a rule that once a bowl's used for something special like that, it, it belongs to that thing from there on out. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, my uh, my mom raised dogs, and uh, yeah. it was not uncommon for the dog dishes to get intermingled with our dish dishes. Oh no! And so there would be a a a a a, a, a sink full of water soapy water and yep. and food and dog puffed up dog food would be floating ah, together and that's the worst one day the pan would be on the in the in the backyard with dogs stepping in it eating food out of it and the next sunday oh, it would be geez. full of biscuits for for sunday dinner and i never got over that and and it's like a uh, it's a mm. major thing for me that that dishes be used only you know for one one purpose i i agree with you on that i will say scientifically stainless steel is probably one of the best ones if you're going to have an afterbirth bowl and use it as a potato salad bowl maybe use stainless steel but do do i need to bring up the tooth no no no. i mean the guy in our past story um swallowed his own tooth pooped it out fished it out bleached it and oh. put it back in his face. That's an example of that tooth now belongs to your gastrointestinal tract. <laughs> yeah. It does not belong to your mouth part of your body anymore. Oh. And um, this bowl belongs in a medical museum, you know, for, for, after, for, for home birth people. Yeah, it's my afterbirth bowl. It's just, why would you... Why would you proudly share that? I don't know. You should have it engraved and placed in a in a formal setting in mm-hmm. your home. Um, like maybe put some plants in it or something. Yeah, not not potato of salad, tater salad. So, that you, I don't know tater salad. And, and on that, uh, let's go have dinner. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Emmy Holloway, for a great story. By the way, yeah, we do appreciate it. Hey, uh, do you have stories? Everybody does. Whatever your story is, send your email. Send them via email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we use your story today, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. That show that story show.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. Just ask all the new patrons that jumped in at the last minute to get my hair shaved. If it's worth it, it is. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, don't reuse that stainless steel bowl. Just think, <laughs> hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Sean. Oh, thanks, James, and happy 400 yes yes happy new year too i think it's oh yeah that's right happy new year i hope everyone has a great one i hope your your goals are reached yes you know 
I hope you work out. Yeah. All those resolutions you made keep keep going strong. Yeah. Hope one of those resolutions was to keep listening to that story show. That's true. Tell a friend. That's what we do. Yeah. Don't forget about my YouTube either. It's it's struggling. I'm I'm not famous yet, and I thought I'd be famous by Thursday. So. Well, by Thursday. Yeah. Which Thursday? Like today. Oh, gotcha. Very upset. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs>